Welcome back to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast right here from Muncie, Indiana. I'm Grant along with my co-host Sam Thillman. Sam, it's Thursday. We made it to Thursday. We only, did. Only so. one more Thursday till spring break. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang, that, that's just coming it, close. It makes it sound kind of good when you say it like that. Yeah. Right? It's like a week from today we'll be getting ready to uh, go home and party. Or, or something. Party. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about spring break being the first week of March. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go home and there's going to be snow on the ground. Yeah. And plus, like, the other colleges don't have spring break, so they don't line up. So it's oh, like, no. I'm going to be sitting at home doing but, nothing. But the other good news is that we're ha- halfway done with the semester when we get to that point. And so. we're halfway done with Math 125. <laughs> Gosh, we got a dozen Math 125 tomorrow. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> you ready for it? I think so. I, I got to do some studying. It's pr- it seems easy because <laughs> it's probability, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It can, it's a whole thing. Anyways, uh, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We're on Anchor and we're on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, feel free to download our episodes from that platform as well. Hopefully, we'll be on Apple Podcasts here soon. I think that is coming. So stay tuned for that. We thank you for tuning in to the first two episodes. If you did, if you have not. They're still on Anchor. They're still on our Twitter page. You can go back. We discussed with Dimitri the MLB controversy that's still going on, and Rob Manfred continues to make an arse out of himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other episode, we talked about the NBA and kind of where it was and the state of the NBA heading into the All-Star break. That was recorded uh, last week as well. So feel free to go back and look at that. Don't forget, we're also on Twitter, Straight Up Sports Talk on Twitter. I'm looking at our page right now, and uh, yeah, I would give us a follow if I wasn't, but uh, yeah, at Sports Talk at 6 there, and uh, yeah, should be a good time for that. The topic of today's episode and the, um, yeah, the topic that we're talking about is the NFL, and a lot has happened in the league. Uh, it's kind of a slow time, you know, we're kind of waiting for the combine to get here, uh, but the collective bargaining agreement negotiations are kind of ongoing, and we learned, what was it, yesterday or this morning, uh, that we could see a new playoff format and possibly 17-game season, um, and we definitely have our opinions on that, so we'll get into that as well, um, but yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, Say we're recording this on 2020. 2020. It's insane. All right. And some good luck, I guess. Maybe this will be our best episode yet. Maybe. All right. Getting into it, Sam. Okay. So basically, the collective bargaining agreement is like between the owners and the players, mm-hmm. and um, they kind of negotiate their terms. And the owners want more playoffs and they want more games. Um, it's about five billion, I think, is what Jerry Jones said would be the cost of, or would be the the money involved in that. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. We'll start, and I don't want to kind of dive into this head first. So we'll start with the the playoff format. What is your takeaway from this new potential playoff format that we are seeing? So if you haven't heard, it's basically going to be a seventeen playoff. You're gonna have seven teams per conference, uh, so fourteen teams total, and only one team is going to receive a first round bye. Mm-hmm. That'll be the number one seed. Everybody else will play on Wild Card Weekend. What is your kind of takeaway from that? What is your opinion? 
on this new format. Again, I talked to you a little bit beforehand. I think it's just it's just the owners being focused on money. The bottom line, and that's all the owners seem to be focused on. Six wildcard games is great for us, but it benefits the owners more because that's who gets the revenue from these playoff games, who gets the TV money, who gets all these. So the owners are doing what they can to increase their bottom line. And that's smart for them, don't get me wrong. But when they're talking about player safety, when they're talking about these new rule changes, whether they be increased to 17 games, lower the preseason, it just seems like they're a little bit contradicting themselves when they're trying to have more games, when they're trying to have more teams in the playoffs. You're just increasing the injury risk. So I don't think they should be on this about how they're all about player safety when they're basically contradicting themselves. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, you know, the whole talk of player safety, like you mentioned and, you know, money and, you know, which do you value more? And I think, you know, the, the NFL season in hindsight is, is short. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're 16 games right now, 17 weeks, um, and a whole year is 52. So in, in comparison to the the MLB, the NBA, the NHL, which all have, you know, the MLB is insane amount of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so is the NBA, but that's a different topic for a different day. Um, I think it, it'll be interesting. I think the new playoff format will allow, I think, what I'm worried about is maybe those first half of the season games aren't as meaningful because mm-hmm. now you're going to see, you know, let's say the new playoff format goes in before the new season, which looks like that might happen. It looks like the new playoff format will be installed before the season is expanded. So, which would make it interesting because. I mean, do you want to see a, a seven and nine team in the playoffs? Is going to be interesting this year. If they were or uh, this past season, so I'm trying to say, if they would have went to a seven game uh, postseason, the Steelers and the Rams would have got in, which I both think were nine and seven or somewhere around there, um, which would be interesting. Um, do you want to lose a team with a losing record in the playoffs? I no. mean, because you know you're going to get that. Well, we had that one year with the Seahawks, but I just think that I that it just devalues the number two seed. No one really cares about the two seed because, yeah, they are playing a weaker team, but they, they don't get a bye anymore, which I think definitely changes the scheme of things, which will impact whether teams sit players, whatnot. Because at the end of the day, now everybody's just fighting for that number one seed, and if you don't, you're just stuck with wild card weekend, which I don't think benefits anybody but the number one team who gets an extra week of rest and the rest of the teams don't. So at the end of the day, the playoff format, I think, is kind of a bad idea just from a standpoint of you're going to have the Steelers who would have played the Chiefs, which I don't think would have ended well for the Steelers. Let's be honest. I think Patrick Mahomes would have done what he always done and just eliminate them. So I don't think that expanding to seven teams is going to help anybody. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting uh, take on it. I do think, though, it makes your, your final week of games meaningful, especially if you have you know that team that's in second, but if they win and they – you know, their team loses, you can get that number one seed. So I think it'll make the games more, uh, I don't know, more intense that last week where, as you saw, you know, 
teams bench their starters um, that last week. So I think it could make it interesting um, in that aspect of it. Um, so kind of transitioning from the new playoff format that's being introduced, they are talking about a 17-game, 18-week regular season. Um, it would be good, I think. Initially, I think, you know, more games, um, more opportunity for TV contracts and different things like that. Um, but I'll ask you first, Sam, and then I'll get into it. Mm. What uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of this? I mean, what, what's kind of your takeaways uh, there? Uh, good for the viewers, just because we get more football. Everybody wants more football. They 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 just want to consume more football, and that definitely helps it. The bad is the NFL is a way more contact, way more physical sport than really the other sports. So when you figure in the concussion risk, when you figure in that there's a lot of players that can get hurt and get do get hurt, it just adds more wear and tear on each of these players' bodies. It doesn't, the, the 18 or 17 game schedule, in my opinion, doesn't help the players. Maybe you do get an extra week on that contract. Maybe you do get a couple hundred grand extra. But is it worth it if your body is just more wear and tear on it? Is the real question. Yeah, um, you, you could definitely make that that argument. Also, you know, there's going to be more opportunity for players to come back from injury for different things like that. What I want to talk about is what are they going to do with that 17th game? Because right now you play eight home and eight away. So are you going to give them an extra home game and then the next year you have to play an extra away game? Yeah. Or... Are you going to look into more neutral site games? What if, you know, you took more teams to play in Mexico City, to Europe, uh, to London? Yeah, Um, possibly venturing, you know, outside of that. Maybe cities that don't have football. Um, An example that I heard this morning was Lincoln, Nebraska. What if they went and played where the University of Nebraska plays? Mm -hmm. Because that, you know, area of the country doesn't really have a team. What if they did that? You know, how would you divvy up that last game is kind of what I'm worried about is, you know, are you going to get an extra home game and then next year have to trade that for and have an extra away game? I like the idea of a neutral site game. Yeah, I, I do too. Like a uh, game at Fenway Park, for example. Uh, what else could be one? Um, uh, we could have a game in Montana. Montana. <laughs> Let's go play one at uh, Idaho at Idaho. Uh, Boise State on yeah, the Blue Turf. Yeah, Boise turf. State, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, the Shoe. Uh, no, I uh, hear no, Muncie. You, you lost me. Can we get the Colts to come up to the shoe? No. I don't think so. I don't no. think so. It'd be the first time it'd be like full for a while. From a while. That's true, but <laughs> could, I, I'm not sure we could hold that many people. Uh, definitely not. It would yeah. be definitely the uh, least attended NFL game because our stadium could only hold what twenty thousand, if that. If that. Um, <laughs> but I do like the idea of of you know having a neutral site game, whether that be. You play a game in London, you know, you, you make the London games more. I mean, they are, they've already expanded a couple times, but, you know, if you had one over there, I mean, you'd pretty much have to be every week, mm-hmm. every other week, and then maybe you split that with Mexico City. Uh, it went well for the NFL this time around in Mexico City this year. Um, so I think it's interesting. I think it is. Um, and I'm just interested to see how that all plays out and i think uh 
I think it's going to be good for, for the fan base, but maybe not the players itself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. The, the owners, as I mentioned, are just looking for their bottom line. It helps. I I see this as a win-win for the owners and, this, and more like a lose-lose for the players. Yes, they do get that hundred extra 500K or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just more injuries, more plays you have to run, just more everything, which just doesn't help the players in my opinion. All right, moving on from that. Drew Brees re-signed with the Saints, or he's going to reach a deal with the Saints most likely. Uh, This kind of brings up a problem for the Saints. You have Taysom Hill saying that he thinks he can be a franchise quarterback in the league. You have Teddy Bridgewater there as well, Sam. If you're Sean Payton and the Saints general manager, what do you do with your your good, bad situation that you have? It's It's a good problem to have, but what do you do with that? If Taysom Hill wants to go be a franchise quarterback, let him because I believe I saw somewhere that he's thrown less passes than Mohamed Sanu, which just proves I don't think he's shown enough to be proven as a franchise quarterback. And unless you're willing to pay 20 mil to to a backup, you let Teddy Bridgewater go. Yeah, he was a solid backup. He helped the Saints when Drew Brees went down. But at the end of the day, do you want to pay $20 million a year to a backup? Because that that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think I think you let Taysom Hill walk. Mm-hmm. I think you do. He's a good athlete, right? Yeah. But you know, you don't bring Drew Brees back and say, okay, you got to compete with Taysom Hill for the starting mm-hmm. job. Yeah, no. I think uh, you could throw some money at Taysom. I mean, he's a restricted free agent, I believe. So whatever else the team offers him, the Saints will have the opportunity to match it. Um, that'll be interesting. We have a couple quarterback, you know, shuffles going on that we can mention here briefly. Obviously, Tom Brady going to be a free agent for the first time in a while, uh, for the first time in his career, actually. And then Philip Rivers uh, expected to move. A lot of talk says Philip's going to come to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Is that, as a fan, is that something you want to see? Nope, nope. He had so many weapons with the Chargers: Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. That's just uh, Hunter Henry, Antonio Gates when he played. So when you look at Phil Rivers, yes, he did have regular season success and has some brief playoff success with a few wild card wins. He just didn't have the playoff success I want as a fan. I would much rather have Ryan Tannehill, to be honest, than Phil Rivers. He's younger. He's proven to win two games uh, when he was an underdog with the Titans. I feel like Ryan Tannehill would be a better fit for the Colts than Phillip Rivers, and I'm just personally not a fan of Phillip Rivers as a whole. Not a fan. All right. I I think, I don't know. I mean, the Colts are going to have to decide, you know, is it going to be Rivers or is it going to be the draft? And I think I would rather have the draft, the opportunity to bring somebody in, maybe sit behind Brissett for another year. Mm-hmm. You see how Brissett does. If Brissett can turn it around, maybe you think about keeping Brissett. If not, you say, okay, insert, you know, whoever, Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, whatever it be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think what the Colts are, are going to do this offseason is going to be interesting. One of their most important offseasons. And we said that about last season. Yep. We said it about last season. Uh, that it was important because 
you just came off a 10 and 6 season and now you're looking okay we got to take that next step get to that championship level and then your quarterback decides to call it quits so I don't know if you give the Colts a, a buy from this year but you certainly don't hold it against the management and coaching staff now Chris Ballard he's on the hot seat this year mm-hmm. if he can't get it done this year if he cannot get to the playoffs and win a playoff game this year he's gone I'll say that right now. If the Colts do not make the playoffs next year, Chris Ballard will not be a part of the Colts organization the next year. Because you don't. This is three out of the last four years that you have you've missed the playoffs, and you're, the Colts organization is going to be calling for his head. Because if you're not winning, you're you're not living. I mean, if you're not a winning organization, they don't want you there. The Browns are the best example of that. I, I've got a wild thought for you. What about any of the XFL quarterbacks? Would you trust a Philip Walker at Cardell Jones? Well, we had our opportunity with Philip Walker, yep. right? We had the opportunity and we said no, which I think is fine. I mean, he's good in the XFL. I don't know about NFL. Cardell Jones, again, undefeated as a starter. Let's see how he does. And maybe, but I highly doubt you're going to see. I highly doubt you're going to yeah. see a lot of XFL players making the jump next year. The one I can see right now is Cardell Jones mm-hmm. and, and PJ Walker. Um, making that making that jump for next year with the Colts probably not mm-hmm. I I just thought that was an interesting thought just it, considering the, it definitely yeah. is because you know now you have the XFL that's going to be around for at least the next th- uh, two years it's funded hope. through 2022 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so it, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. it, it definitely will and I think uh, you, you have another week of the XFL coming up this week and uh, should be exciting. My Tampa Bay Vipers uh, looking for their first win. So. I, I saw you guys traded for somebody. I'm not yeah, really I sure who is. At this point, we might as well trade for a new head coach. Mark Trestman. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't like Mark Trestman. <laughs> All right, Sam, any uh, any closing thoughts you have today before before we go? Uh, not really. Just hoping the Battlehawks get a win against the New York Guardians, I, I believe. Other than that, not really. All right, the next time we talk about the NFL will probably be after spring break, after March 1st, or in March. I don't know when the league new year actually starts, but that's probably when we'll have our next podcast on the NFL is when everybody becomes a free agent and the whole thing is going crazy. Yeah. So We'll be back. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Next week, I think it, it's hard to believe, Sam, but I think we're going to start talking college basketball Ooh, March Madness. championships. March Madness, you got conference tournaments coming up here in a couple weeks i think we're gonna dive in give our predictions Mm -hmm. talk about who's gonna win the mac who's gonna win the big 10 it's gonna be a fun conversation Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll get into that maybe a little pacers conversation don't forget you're listening to this before monday tune in monday six to seven straight up sports talk wcrd 91.3 that's all about that's all i got for today follow us on twitter straight up sports talk on twitter should be a good one there always tweeting and stuff like that All right, thanks for tuning in. For Sam Thelman, I'm Grant Covey. Come back for the next episode of Straight Up Sports Talk right here on WCRD. Not really WCRD, but on Anchor, on Spotify, wherever you're listening. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a great night.